Welcome back to another Beyond the Scale podcast episode. If you're new here, I'm your host, Deidre, and this is a solo episode. I am obsessed with helping women, and yes, some of you men too, find a healthy balance in your life without being perfect, without doing a one-size-fits-all approach, without struggling and feeling guilty and sabotaging yourself. A healthy balance is something you can actually stick to. So in this episode today, it's mostly for you mamas that struggle with healthy eating. I'm going to relate a few scenarios that also applies to us and how we make excuses sometimes, how we are not maybe willing to do something that is hard, something that is new, something that is a change and is different Our kids or whoever's kids you're trying to feed are not willing to try sometimes, are not willing to eat something they've never eaten. They're not willing to give it time, you know, maybe eat something and not enjoy it perfectly and have it taste super wonderful, but still having a little bit, still letting your tastes adapt or trying different ways. We have to be willing to do that with our children too, right? And my absolute best tip I'm going to give you right off the bat when it comes to approaching your family with healthy eating, I personally feel, and I've always coached women, so I feel that us as women, we do have majority of the control of what food comes in, what food is cooked, and I think that's a great thing. Um, I definitely can feel how it may feel challenging as well and overwhelming, and it sucks sometimes. You don't always want to have or even have the energy to cook, but there's definitely meals that you can make that can be quick and thrown together and aren't perfect but are healthier options than always getting takeout. And I want to show you how you can gradually approach your family with healthy eating even slower than yourself. I truly recommend that if you are trying to make healthy changes and trying to do this for yourself, that one, of course you shouldn't be doing it for what the number on the scale says. You should be doing it for a feeling You should be doing it for your own feeling on the inside, your own happiness, your own health. And once you have that true purpose, that makes it easier to kind of think of your family, right? They may not have the desire and the striving need right now, like you do, to be healthier and to understand why they need to be healthier how it makes them feel. It takes time for you to kind of teach them, ooh, like after you ate that really bad meal, you've been in the bathroom all night, just being aware. And it teaches you and it practices it for you as well, whether you're in the beginning stages right now. That's why I recommend coaching for the woman. It, you need to take power and have, you know, control over majority of the meals. One thing I've done with my family, and I still feel I'm very in the learning process. I've been doing it a very long time, but still gradually teaching how I can get my family to eat healthier. 
One thing um, I did right off the bat was switch out all of our cooking oils. Didn't matter to them if whether it was vegetable oil or olive oil that I was cooking in the pan. So I used switched out to avocado oil, coconut oil, and it was just an easy fix there. Um, secondly, I definitely did what I teach in Beyond the Scale Academy and to all my clients, approached it with protein first and gradually eating more whole foods, right? For me, I was skipping lunch a lot of the time. I was eating my breakfast, but I gradually improved my breakfast for more and more whole foods and started eating something for lunch. It started off with a protein bar, some yogurt some days, and then gradually worked towards the whole foods. And for your family, you kind of got to do the same thing. If everything that they're eating right now is from boxes, then you have the power to change that. And it's not going to be a flick of a switch. It's going to be you saying, okay, but if you're having this, you need to have something healthier too. Can you have a banana with your cereal? Can you then maybe have a piece of egg or turkey bacon on the side and gradually just add protein and nutrients before you start taking things out, right? And then you can eventually maybe swap it for a whole, like white bread from whole grain, the peanut, the crappy peanut butter to the natural peanut butter, like gradual changes are so powerful and always focus on getting more protein, more whole foods before you start taking things away. You never want to associate, especially with your family members, that you're having this diet and you're all on a diet and you're all in this restricting. Absolutely not. It's about health and health means more. It means more foods that make your family feel better. If you want to have the energy to spend time together, to not be cranky with each other. It really counts on what you're eating and what's on your plate. My kids have days and weeks where they eat a little unhealthier than normal. Of course they do. And I still give them their Halloween candy and things in moderation. But I just gradually keep explaining to them and showing them, you know, oh, we did have that ice cream, you know, like your belly's really hurting. It's okay, we had it as a treat, but you know, just making them aware of how these poor foods are making them feel, right? And just teaching them, okay, let's try this. And can you have a water before you have another juice? It is so powerful to just address it with a gradual approach, even suppers. If they are normally eating absolutely nothing for you, just noodles or just crap, like just start sneaking it in. Start adding the protein in. You don't have to take away the noodles. My daughter is a noodle monster. She loves it, but she hates chicken. So I dice it up as small as I can and it goes in there and she barely notices. Is there sometimes more chicken left on the plate? Of course. Can you squeeze in? I would have loved to squeeze in a vegetable there too, but not all days are like that. And it's better that she is getting some sort of protein and it makes me feel better if she's eating that with those noodles. And the same thing like even your spouse, give them the noodles like the kids, but cook them a steak, cook them a chicken or cook her. Like you can approach it gradually and you can still 
put yourself on that more accelerated rate. Like, yes, you have the chicken and then you have some vegetables with it. Don't just have a little salad that you hate. Have good sweet potato fries that you made homemade. Have uh, peppers on the side seared. Oh, it's such my favorite. But Or a salad, then have extra veggies. Like, if you're only having veggies and you, you know you can use your carbohydrates for your vegetables, then that is the goal. That is the end goal for you. But that's going to take time to get there if you're at a stage where you're skipping supper, throwing, getting a lot of takeout. Like, come on, you don't need to go from A to Z. Just start with eating some protein and then have sidekicks with your kids too. Like that is still a better option than takeout or eating nothing or just eating a bunch of chips later because you skipped supper and you didn't think there was a healthy option. Like add more nutrients, some protein, whole foods, vegetables, fruit, all of those things to your day gradually and do that first before any form of like, okay, you can take this out now. It's been long enough that you've been eating those damn sidekicks. Start making some healthier options for yourself and your family. Approach it all gradually. I love fruit. I love bananas and apples are definitely my two favorite. Um, And my girls love it too. Encourage your kids to eat fruits. That's an easier one than vegetables first. And yeah, eventually it's good to have the eating some sort of vegetables and gradually you can keep increasing, but start somewhere, right? Even if that apple is dipped in peanut butter, it is still better that they're getting those nutrients and they'll taste the sweetness and they're changed. Like, like yourself, kids' taste buds will change. Like my kids are no longer like you know, savages for chocolate and can handle that much anymore because they gradually eat it less and less. They don't ask for it as often. Do they get treats? Of course. They're kids. They should. You should bake cookies with them. You should give them a little extra on Halloween and special events. But like yourself, save it for the special events. It doesn't need to be homemade cookies every two days or week or, you know, it can be gradually decreased on the frequency of those treats, but it first requires you to add nutrients. You don't want to be starving your kids, of course not. And sometimes they're very busy and they need food, but they don't need packages. They don't need crap that is highly, highly processed in factories. Like it's read the labels like you should be reading for yourself. Pick them up. Look at the ingredient list. Even if you still give it to your kids, I promise there's still packaged foods that my kids receive in my cupboards. But I look at labels. I do look for lower sugar. I do only give it to them in moderation. And that's where a big difference needs to lie. You almost need to lower that expectation. I I don't believe you should give your kids packaged foods all day long. And I do think it, it has a total effect on how their mental health is, how they feel their energy is, their digestion, their immune system, whether they're getting sick often. But it doesn't mean that you're, you know, you need to feel like a bad mom because your kids are eating bad. I jumped into a stepmom role very fast and Avery was very young. She is now six, but I've been in her life since she was just over one. So I Even then, I wasn't unhealthy myself, so that's why I was giving her crap too. 
a lot of packaged foods, barely Eggos and pizza, frozen pizzas every day. Like I think back now and I'm, I'm mortified, but I didn't know any better. And it's okay if you don't either. I do think that that's why it's really important to learn this for ourselves as a mother role and to take control, to understand what's going into our bodies and our children's, how it's making us feel. Again, this is why I created Beyond the Scale Academy. I I don't think every, especially moms, have time for the one-to-one coaching Um, and that's again, why I wanted to create it at a more self-paced version. So you can get the freaking results, have the information, the tools, whatever you need and do it at your own pace, one step at a time. Right. Anyway, beyond the scale Academy is always in the show notes. If you're interested, approaching something gradually doesn't mean that you're any less for it. It doesn't matter if you're focused on a feeling over a number, how long it takes you, right? When we procrastinate, when we say it's not a right time to start things, I don't, you know, there's, I don't have enough time to work out for myself. I don't know what to be doing. We're making excuses. There are is a lot of information out there. Every question you could possibly have is on the internet. It's on YouTube. It's somewhere. Again, this is why I created the Academy because it's scattered all over the internet and everybody doesn't do the custom approach and nail all sides of the, of the balance, not just the nutrition and the training, your mindset, how to actually get started when you don't feel ready. And then of course, transitioning and finding the balance that's sustainable for you. All of that is in the academy. Making excuses and just shutting down and saying no and not trying. It's, think of our kids. Think of our kids just not willing to ever eat broccoli, not ever willing to try healthy foods. There's going to be times when they turn you down. When you're going to make something healthy, spend the time doing it, and they're not going to eat it. And hell, you'll probably make a few recipes too that you thought were going to turn out, didn't turn out great. Again, this is why I created our healthy recipe book. The link will be below in the show notes. So you don't have to save and waste, sorry, I should say, you can save and you don't have to waste a bunch of time trying recipes that suck. I have over a hundred recipes that are tested and do not suck and are healthy and simple and quick. There's still going to be days. There's still going to be days they don't eat it. There's going to be still days you don't like it. You don't feel like eating it. And that is okay because that is like when you make excuses and that's okay. Like when you feel unmotivated some days and some days you fall off track, it's okay to make mistakes. They, it's not the mistakes that always cause the derailment. It's what happens afterwards. It's when we make a mistake, we go into this guilt, this negative self-sabotaging loop that leads us to keep overeating, keep not going to the gym or getting that workout started or reaching out for help. It's the cycle that happens afterwards. But the truth is the meal actually didn't really even matter, right? Like the kids 
not eating vegetables very often and only eating fruit. Like it's not, it's, there's still progress in the fact that if your kids were not eating fruit, they're now eating fruit. There's still progress in the fact that maybe you hadn't, you overate, but you stopped after that meal. Or maybe you overate, but you only had half the bag. Usually you have a full bag. You got to celebrate that and not beat yourself up because you still had half the bag. You got to not beat yourself up if you missed a workout. Just don't miss the next. You don't need to make excuses that you're not willing to try. You're not willing to ask for help if you need it. You're not willing to try vegetable at all. I challenge you and I believe you totally can, but do it smaller. If you're really struggling and you really feel like, uh, I, no matter what, I just make excuses and it doesn't happen. I don't get it done. Start smaller, break it down even smaller. Stop overwhelming yourself and putting too much pressure on because then you're just beating yourself up over these expectations that are not realistic for you at all. Lower your expectations and lower your expectations for your kids too with regards to eating healthy. They will start way slower. There'll be regressions. There'll be a lot of foods they you worked so hard on you think is delicious and they're like, yeah, that's terrible. It sucks, but even if they just tried it like yourself, that is progress. Getting them to try it getting them to put it on their plate, and even if it's covered in cheese, eating it, again, progress. You can sneak it in there too, like I did with the chicken. Um, You also can sneak vegetables in like, maybe your kids like white potato. Great, feed them all kinds of white potato, even if it got butter on it. Um, And you know, you could even sneak in like shredded, oh, there's all kinds of veggies. I'll have to put my PDF veggie guide to sneak in all the veggies, all the tips that's on that list. Um, But all of it, all of the changes, it starts with you adding first, adding more nutrients to your own plate and your kids, adding more vegetables and fruits and protein foods, all your good, healthy nutrients. Add that first. Even if that crappy is there, that crappier food is still on the side because then you'll feel more satisfied, more full, and you'll be able to gradually maybe take it out later. But everything doesn't need to be taken out all at once. Everything doesn't need to be changed all at once. Start with one meal or a couple meals and work your way up. You can totally do this. Your kids may not eat great. Totally get it. My kids still don't eat as good as I would like. But I can't give up on them. I got to keep trying a couple new recipes, gradually creep things in, negotiate, explain, pick up food labels, learn what's in my kids' food. The first three ingredients on the label is the majority in the makeup of the food. So if it's sugar, it shouldn't be an option for you or your child. And if it's something you're eating that has sugar on it, first thing, and that's all your foods are contained with, again, you can start with gradually adding more protein and gradually decreasing those foods out. Don't beat yourself up if you got a really bad diet when you start assessing it. That's room for progress. That's room for opportunity. Choose to see the positive, the 
optimism, be a little optimistic when it comes to your kids, when it comes to yourself. Healthy eating and finding a healthy balance is challenging. It's the biggest thing that most people all struggle with as families, as women, as men. So don't beat yourself up if you haven't found your balance yet, but keep trying until you do because you can do this. You do got this and it doesn't have to be perfect. I was going to say perfect and messy at the same time there. It does have to be messy was the next thing I wanted to say. It does have to be messy and that there's going to be meals you try and that aren't great, that you learn from, that you try do different. I want you to do that. I encourage you to do that. Your foods don't have to be boring. You can enjoy them and you can find healthy alternatives to food you freaking love. I love brownies, so I created a healthy brownie recipe, right? And I love banana bread and chocolate chip cookies. So all those recipes are have healthy alternatives, right? In my recipe book. Plus even your chicken and your vegetables, they can taste good. You just have to find recipes that you enjoy and that you can then rotate and eat with and make new meals with your kids too. Just start trying them with some new foods, add some suggestions, Even if it means peanut butter added on that apple or banana, you know, put some fruit on their yogurt, put some fruit in their cereal. You can make gradual improvements. And another big one is the cow's milk, which this is going to be a terrible one to finish off with. You'll all hate me at the end of it, but you shouldn't be giving your kids cow's milk. It has hormones in it, not hormones like from breast milk or formula that our kids need. Hormones for a cow because it's from a cow made for a cow. I'm sorry, my husband still drinks it sometimes in his coffee, but you shouldn't be giving it to your kids and you definitely shouldn't be giving it to yourself. Swap it out for almond milk or cashew milk or oat milk. One of those options are so much better than cow's milk filled with... It's not about the fat and I know you can get skim milk. But they, when you take the fat out of something, you have to replace it with something else, and they replace it with sugar. So it's not any better if you drink skim milk. It's only better if you drink almond milk or cashew milk. Please trust me on this, and please gradually stop drinking cow's milk and make that replacement. It's a big game changer like your fats and like adding more protein is to your plate. But don't be hard on yourself. Start small gradually make improvements in your kids and yourself, more slow on your kids and your husband, please. And you totally got this. Please let me know if you enjoyed this episode, if you found it helpful, and if you have any further questions about how you can get your kids, your family living a little healthier, eating a little healthier, and um, yourself not making excuses for why you're not trying new foods, trying new things pushing yourself to get that workout in every now and then, or asking for help, or getting access to my Beyond the Scale Academy, or getting the recipe book, which is included in the Academy. But make a change. Keep trying, willing, be willing to try some new foods. They will surprise you, especially if you try the recipes. You got this.